Recording progress. Here we go. One, two, three. What's going on, y'all? Brad Stevens here for another edition of the Herald and Brad Winnie City Filmmakers Podcast. HD, what's going on, brother? What's up, me? <laughs> yeah, we have a very special guest with us today. The super talented Byron Cooley is with us. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? What's up? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. So glad to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I uh, No doubt. So the first question we, we always ask people is a two-parter, and it's, what's your connection to Chicago, and what kind of art do you create? Hmm. Connection to Chicago. Uh, connection there is, uh, I came there for a start for my acting career. So uh, I really am connected, for, for one, uh, the video games out there. I did not know that Chicago was like, the home city for like arcades, video games, Atari, and my favorite, my personal favorite video game of all time, Mortal Kombat. Finish him. So I felt connected once I got there through that. And in terms of the art that I create, man, I love acting. Uh, I love, uh, I, I love, I love films, man. I, I'm a big fan of like coming of age films and coming of age shorts. So uh, I'm a big, I'm a big creator, a big storyteller in that. So, nice. so, uh, what, what year did you, uh, come to Chicago? Cause I know we met at the Midwest Film Festival. Yeah, man. Uh, actually I came in 2017. Uh, actually I think we, we met at that reading for like that, uh, that, that, that pilot. And that had to be like over the summer. It was over the summer. It was in July. Cause I remember I flew back in town that day and Doug McDade that like had like the whole. Oh reading. yeah. Eddie, Eddie Bahana. Yeah. 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 Yes. That, uh, yeah, that car dealership or uh, uh, reading over at the uh, yep. Acting Studio Chicago downtown. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's North. right. And then you came to the Midwest Film Festival a few times. Yeah, and I saw you was working there, man. Yeah, yeah, hustle, hustling. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. I, th- I think we met on the uh, doing the the Harry the Harry Eight. Did you did you ever go on for the Harry Eight? Uh, no, no, no. We met at uh, the Truth and Reconciliation. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, and I understudied. That was actually my first Chicago gig. Okay, okay. My first Chicago theater gig. So okay. where are you from? Uh, I'm from New Orleans. No, New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So so talk about uh, uh, growing up there and uh, getting into acting. How did it all start for you? Indirectly, like I, I think I, I really started like had like an interest in acting in New Orleans because uh, when I was a kid, you know how when you're a kid or if y'all have kids um, and you have them watching, let's say Power Rangers, and <laughs> the kids, the kids would be like, "Hey, I'm the Blue Ranger," and yo, Gerard, you the Red Ranger, Damien, you the yellow one, and Tamika, you gonna be the pink one. <laughs> and so whatever we saw them doing on the TV. Uh, we mimicked and we did it to the best of our ability. And uh, I remember like, it would be like, uh, as I got older, like maybe around 11, 
um, I was watching stuff like uh, the movie that got me into college that made me want to go to college was Drumline. So Drumline. Yeah, yeah. I would take Nick Cannon's character, Devin Miles, and however he delivered the line, I would recite it and mimic it back. I remember my grandma coming in the room saying, who are you talking to? <laughs> uh, nobody. But I thought that was fascinating. I would rewatch it over and over and try to mimic it. At that point, I didn't know that I wanted to be an actor in New Orleans. I didn't know I wanted to be an actor until I got to Charlotte, North Carolina. And what would you do there? Uh, so I went to high school in Charlotte, um, and uh, I wasn't into sports and nothing like that too much per se. Even though I was decent when I played the sport, but uh, I started. Which one? At, Which one? Which one? Uh, 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 flag football, because I, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you're attacking me, bro. I love my body too much. That's the safest, man. That's the safest way to go. Yeah, man. So uh, I started. Uh, uh, I went to this uh, teenage acting program called the Afro American Cultural Center. Teen Dance Ensemble. It had a super long name. But, uh, and uh, my best friend from high school had introduced me to that because he had rehearsal and I saw them rehearsing. I had the little iPod in my ears and I had to turn it down the more, as I watched my best friend do his monologue. And I was, I was amazed. I said, wow, this is beautiful. I can get up there and be funny and, and dramatic and stuff. I do this. I do this at home, watching like uh, watching drumline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I had to go back to Blockbuster and like you know return drumline. So like I knew I had to like do something with what I was feeling. So it started there. It started when I was sixteen. What, what, what was the theater scene like in, uh, in Charlotte? Was it an active theater scene? No, it was like uh, it was like a nine to five, have some kids, um, and you could be a professional Carolina Panthers fan there. But um, <laughs> other than that, I mean, there was nothing for me up in Charlotte. Uh, right. Charlotte's wonderful, by the way. I, I ain't, you know, shout out to Charlotte. But right. um, as far as acting goes, I think it had like, you know, like an opera house or something like that. But as far as being like a full-time actor, nah, man, you're gonna, that's that's a spot to give up on your dreams and do something else. Oh, no, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Man, I love Charlotte, though, I love Charlotte. Yeah. Well, so so where, where are you now, you in LA? Yeah, I live here now. Okay, okay. So you, you were in Chicago for just uh, uh, three years, maybe? I was in Chicago for four years. I was four active years. in Chicago for three to four years. Yeah, yeah. So so let's talk about that commercial, that national commercial that you were in this re I, I know you've probably been in a few, but it's this one where you're sitting there on the couch and I'm looking at that commercial over and over. I'm like, is that is that pirate? Is that pirate? Because you were just so there, you know, that look sitting there. <laughs> I. And I, I saw you as, uh, I see you as Byron, but that was a character. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't tell that it was you for a while. And oh, like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. That, that was love. Um, that, that, yeah, that commercial was cool. Uh, originally, we were going to do it with, uh, uh, I think he was like a punter. And now he's like a, a radio personality, like Pat McAfee. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat, I know Pat, yeah. So we was we was gonna he was originally supposed to be the guy, like the the, the main celeb guy of that particular uh commercial. I originally auditioned for the one where I get tackled by um, James Harrison, but it was like we're gonna put you on with with Pat McAfee. I don't know what happened if something fell through or something, or there was like a scheduled conflict. But uh, Pat wasn't in there, so they they uh, got this guy named um, James Holzhauser, and he was known for like winning like thirty one or thirty two uh, Jeopardy games straight. Right, right. he's yeah, like super yeah. smart. Yeah, uh, and he's like a poker player, so he was putting me on game about playing poker. I don't know anything past Uno. So I was like, cool, that's what's up. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that was like my first project uh, during the pandemic. And it's funny that things are easing up now, but like these cats were serious right. about, about this. Like, uh, I remember I, like, I sat down and I went to go get up. I think I had to get up to pee. And this dude just flew in like the flash and just like white, straight straight white, like a, like the cartoon in love, yeah. like yeah, Tom yeah, and Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was wearing like a goofy face mask everywhere I go. I tried to eat, I had to eat with the face mask on. It was weird, um, right? <laughs> but it was a really fun time, man. Yeah. yeah now you now you did uh, you did Chicago PD right? I did Chicago PD a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Was, was the protocol the same? Like uh, when I did, they were really on point with the COVID protocol. What was it like when you when you were on uh, Chicago uh, PD? Uh, compared to that particular commercial, they weren't uh, uh, over the top or like on on everybody about it, but uh, they, they, they were on top of it enough to, to keep everybody safe. So, so you went to the University of Louisville, right? Uh, yes, sir. You, you study, you study acting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, what was the program like? What was the program like at Louisville? Um, it's very, very uh, pedagogical. It's uh, you want to be like a, a theater teacher. Perfect program for that. Okay. But it, it's it's uh, I, I went into it expecting to have, to have like that conservatory esque approach, but it was just a lot of emphasis on being academic, writing papers, sitting down in a class, raising your hand. And uh, you know that, that that you know uh, that goofy stuff, um, but uh, yeah, uh, U- University of Louisville is cool. Um, I- I'm really grateful for my experiences there. Uh, there were a handful of things that uh, the way that it went down, I disagree with. Uh, I think the, the the racism in the department was really present. Man. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, there are a couple of things that I, I look back at and go, "Nah, they should they shouldn't have did that to me." <laughs> right. And a, couple, right. And, and a couple of things that that you know that that happened, I am grateful for. But okay. overall, it was definitely a program that uh, I uh, I made the best of. Oh, good stuff. I'm get glad. I'm glad you made the best out of it. No doubt. Hey man, you got sometimes you ain't got no choice. Yeah, because this stuff is all around us for real. People say no, it's, it really doesn't exist. The the, the no, it's, minute, the mi- minuscule things, the, the stares, the glances, the looking. Nah, it's it's, it's there. It, it's it's there from uh, you know you got you know you have your case of white directors directing black plays. 
know, they'll tell you to black it up. Um, oh goodness! <laughs> you uh, like I, I, I like uh, I'll, I'll have those professors that uh, they'll. <laughs> I remember I had this one particular professor who is so over the top about working twenty four seven. Whether you writing uh, an acting book or you writing your thesis or you're auditioning or you're booking something. If you're not doing that, then you, you, uh, you're not serious about this craft. You ain't doing nothing with your life. Um, and I didn't realize how toxic that was. I remember uh, the dude was like, so uh, I noticed that you have an internship. What are you doing at this internship? Oh, well, like, I'm just like, you know, hooking up the stage and whatnot. No, 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 you need to be acting. <laughs> you are not acting. <laughs> you are not working. Right. What did you do this morning? Well, I got up and uh, you know I made some breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> I've been up since three thirty this morning, working on my book, and you're making breakfast. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna need energy. Right. There's the bags that you have underneath your eyes right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what? It's like I think sometimes people. I, I think that's well. It may be a very American mindset, like grind, 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 and like you like it's like this uh, something to be said about hustling, right? But I think uh, you need discipline. That's my opinion. But you also need some time away. Like I think that you can grow by taking like breaks, take some time away, doing some other things, whether it be going for a job, whatever the case may be. So just not like the craft twenty four seven. I think that in a way, from my experience, like your mind grows a little bit. And you appreciate the crap even more as opposed mm. to like acting, acting, directing, directing, directing 24 <laughs> yeah. seven. That can't to me, I, I don't feel that's a, that's a necessarily healthy approach to uh, especially for longevity in the mix. Longevity. And, and let, let, I want to chime in real quick, because, Brad, you know, for me, for years, that's all it was. Grind, grind, grind. 24 mm. sevens. I, I don't have a nine to five. I have a 24 seven, you know, right. all of mm. that. I was living the dream, living the because, you know, I was older when I started. I wasn't 16. I was like, I'm old in the game. I need to run this marathon. I need to run it like the 100. And so I did that for years. <laughs> and, it, you know, it got me to this podcast. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, though, I'm, I'm happy with where I was. But I stopped to smell the roses now. I right. go out and shoot ball. You know, yeah. Brad, you know me. Yeah. I walk right. And I, I do other things. You know, I've settled in, in knowing that I don't have to do all of that because I've established myself and things are coming. And so, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I understand where this guy is coming from, but you know, at the same time, I've evolved. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like, uh, what, they, what they didn't tell me there, like, like most institutions, uh, is that uh, you gotta really invest in your mental health. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I realized that that program was not really good for my mental health. Uh, there's no point in me being stressed out 24-7 and then you know you're asking me to bring in my all in this monologue beside me or like in the show that we're doing I can't I, I won't be I won't be there I won't be 100% there because you stress me out about this piece Did you did you have a uh, an agent when you, when you moved out there? Nah, uh, 
I just came out. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I had to. I had to get out of Chicago. I like Chicago, but I had to get out of there. I know that. One more, one more question. So, w- w- when did you know it was time to uh, to break out to LA to, to leave out to go to LA? I uh, I knew that at the top of 2020. Nice. I knew I wanted to leave Chicago at the bottom of 2019, and I knew where I wanted to go at the top of 2020. Cool. So, so how is it working out out there? I, I know you said every day is a vacation. So, moving around, uh, uh, auditioning. How is it coming so far for you? Um, it, it definitely uh, takes its time. Everybody goes at different pace. Um, yes. I came out here and I wanted to take my time and to invest in my community, um, such as finding a local doctor, where my Walgreens at, uh, who's going to be my, my regular barber, um, health insurance, um, signing up for that out here. Um, I just got a car in October, so uh, just getting getting that adjusted to things out here, getting my budget together. So. Uh, and most importantly, looking for a therapist. So um, I wanted to, to focus on all of those things. Uh, and it's just so like I have that solid foundation so that when I get the ball rolling, when that agent does come, that manager comes, the, the, that, that representation team comes, I'm ready. Thanks for listening to the Harold and Brad Windy City Filmmakers Podcast. Check us out on YouTube and tune in again. Oh la la. Yeah.